0: Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. Annex Wealth Management is a proud member of the Barron's Top Advisor List and the Financial Times Top 300. Know the difference. It's Team
1: Tech Trust. And good morning, Southwest Florida. Annex Wealth Management shows on the air at 92.5 Fox News. Busy half hour. But I want you to hear something. We always say know the difference hear the difference. We have the story of one Annex Wealth Management client. I think it's wonderful. If you're thinking about moving in retirement, what do you need to know? We're going to talk about that and give you some details on a webinar that is fast approaching. In fact, we'll talk with one of the authors of that webinar in just a bit. My name is Danny Clayton. Derek Felsky, our Chief Investment Officer. Good morning to you. Good morning, Danny. Good morning, Dan Phillips, Director of Client Learning and Development to CFP and the CDFA at Annex Wealth Management. Good morning, Danny. Derek, let's rewind
2: to Wednesday. Is that when the action started? Yeah, Wednesday was the day of probably peak volatility. We had a CPI the number that really, I think anybody who's been paying any attention would know that we're comparing uh, inflation uh, to year ago levels when we had an economy that was partially closed. So the CPI came in well above expectations, caused the stock market to sell off, particularly uh, the higher multiple technology companies, and caused many to wonder whether the Fed was going to actually have to prematurely begin taper talk.
3: Right. So as a wealth manager, I'm hearing this all the time, they're asking about inflation. And with the CPI. PI, the Consumer Price Index, coming the way it did, which I, I have to say, it always cracks me up that it doesn't include energy, uh, you know, basically your basic foodstuffs and what you need. But everyone's seeing inflation anecdotally in the marketplace. So, you know, considering this, people are asking if this would lead to an overhaul in asset allocation anytime time in the near future.
2: Well, I mean, I certainly don't believe that's the case. In fact, I think you take advantage of this kind of temporary dislocation because it's primarily headline driven. Jerome Powell, the chairman of the Fed, has said any number of times that they believe that these are baseline effects. In other words, we had very low levels of inflation a year ago, and we're going to be comparing higher levels of prices a a year later. As an example, uh, the biggest impact on CPI were things like used cars, truck rentals, hotels and motel prices, and airfares, all of which we know essentially were dormant a year ago.
3: So when we look at technicals and fundamentals in the marketplace right now, one indicator, of course, of pricing in the market that we look at is that 50-day moving average. And what is the market telling us right now? Of course, we're seeing a separation between tech and non-tech.
2: Well, we continue to have an accommodative Fed, as I implied previously. We have fiscal stimulus that is just starting to hit, uh, whether it's the consumer pocketbook or infrastructure and the like. And, and so when we say the 50-day held, what it means is that's that's a 10-week moving average, essentially, so the trend has been up. As we all know, we had a fantastic year last year. Uh, the S&P is up 10% year to date. And that's something that technicians watch to gain a, get a sense of what the intermediate term trends are. The other thing is, we, you know, we're in May and there's that old adage, sell mm, in May and go, go away. away. Well, mm-hmm. the statistical facts are it's better to sell in mid-July and go away. That than doesn't rhyme, Derek. Well, I, I understand it doesn't <laughs> rhyme. And, and frankly, you know, one of the things we do as advisors is we actually backtest and filter and actually research things that are commonly believed because oftentimes you find that the conventional wisdom is just fat out factually inaccurate.
3: So when we talk about how policy impacts Main Street and you know, versus Wall Street. What is the Fed watching closely and and how are these implications of these numbers flowing through? Well, I I think this is very
2: important. You know, last year Wall Street did much better than Main Street. We we had a double digit unemployment. Uh, The stock market was up substantially from the March lows. This year we're seeing peak everything. We're seeing peak earnings revisions. We're seeing peak earnings growth. We're seeing peak GDP growth. We're seeing peak stock market performance. And and so essentially what the economy is doing is starting to reflect what the stock market did a year ago, and the Fed seems to be much more concerned this time with Main Street than Wall Street, and by that I mean they're looking for higher wages, they're looking for lower unemployment, getting that unemployment level back to where it was pre-pandemic, and all of that, could, what you would expect, would be somewhat inflationary. In fact, if it wasn't inflationary, there'd probably be a problem.
3: Right, so, so in times of inflation, people will sometimes think about alternatives, but for a moment, can we just talk bonds? Because again, um, what is there to watch on the bond side?
2: Well, bonds are kind of complicated. Um, You know, most people think of bonds as sort of, you know, one thing, a monolithic vehicle. But in fact, there are any number of different fixed income instruments. Some will do well during a period of rising prices. Others not so well. There's a thing called duration risk, which essentially is the risk uh, affiliated to a particular bond security due to changes in interest rates. And there's something called credit risk, which reflects defaults and so so on. So if you have an improving economy, you would think default risk would be low, hence high-yield bonds, bank loans, preferred stocks are probably better vehicles. Dirk
1: Felski, our Chief Investment Officer, along with Deanne Phillips, Director of Client Learning Development Annex Wealth Management. Still more to come. Stick around. Annex Wealth Management is a Barron's Top Advisor. We're a four-time member of the Financial Times Top 300. We're on the list for the top 100 wealth managers at riachannel.com. Most importantly, a fee-only fiduciary partner. Back in a bit, Annex Wealth Management Show, right here at 92.5 Fox News.
3: It starts with a call. With one call, you can start seeing your future more clearly. If your financial picture is cloudy because you're getting conflicting tax, investment, and estate planning advice, help is a call or a click away. Annex Wealth Management's team works to get your investment plan in line with your tax plan and your estate plan. Build confidence with one team working to create one comprehensive plan as a fee-only fiduciary. Annex Wealth Management. One team. One plan. One fee. AnnexWealth.com.
0: Custom-tailored investment and retirement planning from a fee-only fiduciary.
1: Know the difference. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management, and that's the goal of this segment. During our shows, we share the thoughts and talents of our team in hopes that you make the decision to partner with Annex Wealth Management for investment, retirement, estate, and tax planning. We believe in what we do and how we do it. But what's it like in the real world with real clients of Annex Wealth Management? Joining me is a longtime client of ours. And for sake of this segment, we're going to just give you a little anonymity and just call you Dan. That cool? That sounds great, Dan. That's great. Well, welcome to the show, Dan. Right at the top, because we operate in complete transparency. It's important for the audience to understand. You are a client of Annex Wealth Management. That is correct. Annex is not providing any type of compensation for your time on this segment. Correct. And there are no conflicts of interest between you as a client and Annex as a firm. Correct. Let's get to the fun stuff. Dan, how far back do you go with Annex Wealth Management?
4: I first interviewed Annex in late 2007, and I officially joined as a client in February 2008.
1: You're a smart guy. You're a medical doctor. Was there a do-it-yourself portion when it came to investment and retirement planning?
4: I did all of my investment and retirement planning until I joined Annex. Everything? Everything.
1: Read the papers, kept up on the charts, major moves, all that stuff.
4: Correct. I wanted to consider hiring someone prior to that. Over the years, I had looked at different firms and different advisors, but I never found someone that I felt gave me a value for what they were offering. And I felt that many of the people were more interested in their fees and what they could get from me rather than what they could do for me and help work with me on my long term plan. Was there a moment on the path to retirement that you said, you know what, I probably really should have a pro in place? I considered in the early 1990s hiring someone, and over the years, I periodically looked at different people. And then in 2007, I said to my wife, I've reached a point in my life where I want to have more free time. I don't want to have to do studying and wondering about investing and making all my financial decisions and planning decisions on my own. I had accumulated a fair amount of assets at that point, and I wanted to have more time with my wife and family. And so I decided that I was going to hire someone, and there were better options by that point. The whole financial planning environment had changed where there were better firms and that were more concerned about clients than just charging fees. What was it that led you to choose Annex Wealth Management as the partner? In late 2007, I researched a bunch of different firms, and I picked four of them. I made my wife go along, and I interviewed all four firms. I had a list of questions I prepared, and I asked all of them the same questions. After discussion and looking at all of my options and having interviewed everyone, I spoke with my wife, and I decided that Annex Wealth Management offered me the best team to work with. Things I liked about Annex is that it was more than one person. It was several people and they offered different areas of expertise. Also, they were going to work as a fiduciary. They were going to charge me a percentage of assets based on a yearly percentage that covered all of my financial planning, not just investing, but if I had questions about paying my mortgage early or how much money should I save for my kid's college education or if I should invest in other things or how much I should put in retirement assets versus other assets. And so I really wanted someone to help me with that. Also, to talk about tax management, to talk about as I got older, if I needed long-term care insurance, and just a number of financial questions. And the thing I really liked about Annex is I didn't get charged an extra fee for every question I asked. When I used to meet with my accountant, if I would ask an extra question, there was an extra fee. And with Annex, I knew what I was paying, and it was a percentage, and it was the same every year. And for that, I could ask any questions that I wanted.
1: Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management. We're chatting with Dan, a longtime client of Annex Wealth Management. So you've been with us over 13 years. I know what got you in here, but how did we keep you for all these years?
4: Annex has been a great partner for me and my family. The reasons I hired Annex in the first place continue to be true over time. They took away a lot of work for me. I no longer had to study and figure out my asset allocation and what things I wanted to invest in. Annex took over all that My financial planning decisions regarding funding my kids' college versus my retirement versus paying down the mortgage and other financial decisions, they helped me go through all those decisions so I didn't have to do the homework that I did previously. As I moved along in my life, different decisions came up. I'm older now and I moved towards retirement. They helped me make a decision as to when I could retire and how much money I needed to retire. They helped me decide what to do as far as long-term care insurance. They helped me decide what to do with health insurance as I retired. All of those decisions and questions I was able to discuss with my team at Annex, and they were able to give me advice, and they didn't charge me any extra money for discussing those. I just have the one fee which covers all my investments, but it covers all my financial questions and decision-making. The other thing and the other reason that I really wanted to hire someone is that if something happened to me, My wife would not know what to do, and I did not want to ever leave her in a situation if I would pass away for some reason that she wouldn't know what to do. Now with having Annex and having all my assets and all my paperwork here, if something happened to me, she would come in and talk to the team and they would take care of her and everything is already set up. Let's talk about the really good stuff. How's being retired? Being retired is great. I am very happy in my decision. It was hard for me to leave medicine, which has been a huge part of my life, and my patients are like an extended family to me. I was very fortunate. I had awesome patients who are really good people, and many of whom I had known for more than 20 years, and I had a long-term relationship with them, so that's the hardest part of But also in medicine, I worked a lot more than 40 hours a week. It took away from my family, and so I reached a point in my life where I wanted to devote more time and energy to my family, and I felt I owed them that, and that's the main reason I retired.
1: Know the difference. The place to start with investment, retirement, estate, and tax planning, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Dan is a longtime client of Annex Wealth Management. Dan, thank you for letting us be part of what sounds like a wonderful start to a retirement. Thank you very much, Danny this is the annex wealth management show 92.5 fox news here's an understatement the last 12 months have been a roller coaster right because of the pandemic most americans have increased their focus on investment and retirement planning But what if you haven't taken that all-important first step? Annex Wealth Management can help. We'll create a solid plan for you that includes investment, retirement, tax, and estate planning. It's time to take us up on that free portfolio review. AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. Know the difference with a fee-only fiduciary. That's Annex Wealth Management.
0: Planning and investment insight from a fee-only fiduciary. And we put that in
1: writing. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. We like when we can assist people get to and enjoy the kind of retirement they desire. It takes planning because there are so many moving pieces and it's important to get it right. One of those decisions might involve moving in retirement. We've assembled two of our teammates to talk about it and preview an upcoming free webinar that's packed with great information and points to consider. Joining me, Tom Parks, Director of Retirement Plan Services, Annex Wealth Management. Hey, Tom. Hello, Danny. Deanne Phillips, Director of Client Learning and Development, CFP and CDFA at Annex Wealth Management. Hi, Danny. Deanne, retirement is all about change. We hope most of it is good change, but anticipating change is part of what we do for our clients at Annex Wealth Management. One of those changes might be moving.
3: Well, over a million people do move in retirement per year, and COVID has actually sped up the process, both for people retiring and thoughts on changing their residence. In fact, many are speeding their time frame up you <laughs> dramatically. And let's face it, the shutdown kept many in their houses for extended periods of time. And maybe if they've been working for years, maybe they're spending times in their home for the first time in a long time, looking around and going, uh, I either want to fix it up or move, right? A lot to consider. And actually, maybe they are looking for the first time at their dream house. You know, change in residence ranks pretty high on the list of stressors. And if you think about it, many people have lived their entire existence accumulating stuff over the years. So, you talk about being a little too much thinking about the anticipation of retirement. They might be considered divesting themselves of some of that stuff they've acquired.
1: Oh, we had friends that sold a house and moved. He said, a friend of mine said, purge. You got a purge and then you got a purge. And then you got a purge.
5: Yeah, when you're on your third dumpster, that's when you're like, where did all of
1: this stuff come from? (laughs) Yeah, it's to the point where I see dumpsters and it's like, oh, that's a nice one.
3: Now, see, you can do the dumpsters. One of the problems I know I have is everything's attached to a memory, and so it feels like you know I want to explore that memory. So it takes a long time before I get to the purge. Thankfully,
5: I'm very forgetful.
3: So you know,
1: (laughs) for me, retirement is still kind of a glimmering image on the horizon. I've got a plan, so it's it's not a mirage. But I'm not sure I'm on the same page as my wife when it comes to down downsizing or relocation we can't be the only couple like that
5: no you're not Danny it's unfortunate that people don't have these conversations so my wife and I you know my wife is from Ecuador we're in our mid-40s and she and I talk about this stuff potentially having two different homes. And those are things that people do need to, at at a high level, just start there with, what are we thinking about, how this is gonna look, and then you can start drilling down into the details. It's important to have those conversations.
1: For those who might have homes in several locations, people need to know that difference between what's a residence and what is a domicile. You've covered that before, but this will be in that webinar, right?
3: Absolutely, we are going to cover this and the difference in what you need to know to declare your domicile for tax purposes. So, just to be clear, the domicile is the location of a person's true fixed permanent home. And most people think about the tax or financial implications and considerations, but there are so many non-financial, non-tax considerations now as well. Uh, States often use residency and domicile interchangeably, but they really have different meanings and implications. Many states with an income tax declare that domiciles are residents and individuals can only have one domicile. You can have lots of residences all over, but for tax purposes, it's that place where you intend to remain permanently and indefinitely. And when you go away, it's the place you come back to.
1: We also speak with clients at Annex Wealth Management about what to consider when it comes to moving in retirement from a financial standpoint.
3: Yeah, you know, again, I always like to start with the personal reasons and jump to financial. After all, you need to like the culture, people, food, the tempo and lifestyle of where you're picking, right? It's funny, Danny, many people jump to, I'm going to move to a state with no income tax. But there are so many other considerations, personal and financial. And Tom, you and I are going to open those doors and peer into what may be hidden under the surface, like cost of living adjustments, sales taxes, property taxes, even differences in price taxes. Right.
5: And this is why my team does what it does, helping people prepare for retirement financially, you know, saving throughout their career. I'm the guy who tells people their whole working life, they have to make sacrifices. And then Deanne gets to go and put together a plan and help them (laughs) figure out how to spend all that stuff. But you got to do these things in the right order for sure. Speaking of spending, say you're buying a new place in retirement,
1: financing refinancing carrying debt like mortgage into retirement those are factors to consider as well
3: yeah I'm asked this as a wealth manager a lot should I carry that mortgage into retirement and it's really a case-by-case decision some of it financial some of it is heuristic you know how we feel about debt how ingrained we are with understanding or a version of smart debt and yes there is such a thing if your portfolio is performing at a better rate of return than what you pay for in a mortgage percent well it's potentially a financial no-brainer
1: is aging in place part of the conversation and let's hear it for the ranch house.
5: Yeah, well, this is one of those things I think is, again, a person-by-person consideration because we've got, you know, I look at myself, I'm one of 10 kids. My parents passed away a couple years ago, but my parents wanted to stay in their home and they were able to do so because all 10 of us live in the area and we are able to help with that. Other people, it's a matter of lifestyle where they want to go be part of a community or maybe they have a need to be at a place where there's the ability for some more people to help out with things.
3: For people that don't have family, you know, the idea of that age-in-place facility where you start with independent living like a condo and there's all sorts of fun amenities, and then as you have a need for more assistance, you can literally stay in that The village or that community.
1: So we're putting together this incredibly informative and useful webinar about moving in retirement. If that's on your mind, signing up is a great idea. Let's talk about the schedule.
3: So investigating on the move, moving in retirement is happening on Wednesday, May 26th at 5 p.m. Our webinars are always complimentary, but we do need you to register so you can go to AnnexWealth.com under that Events tab and reserve your place.
1: Tom Parks, Director of Retirement Plan Services, Annex Wealth Management. Looking forward to it. So am I. I always have a good time working with Deanne. This is going to be fun. And Deanne Phillips, Director of Client Learning and Development. See and a CDFA at Annex Wealth Management. See you on the 26th. You bet you will. More to come. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News.
3: It starts with a call. With one call, you can start seeing your future more clearly. If your financial picture is cloudy because you're getting conflicting tax, investment, and estate planning advice, help is a call or a click away annex wealth management's team works to get your investment plan in line with your tax plan and your estate plan build confidence with one team working to create one comprehensive plan as a fee-only fiduciary annex wealth management one team one plan one fee annexwealth.com
0: custom tailored investment and retirement planning from a fee-only fiduciary know the difference. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show.
1: We're back. Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News today, Sunday, May 16th. Derek Felsky, Chief Investment Officer, D.N. Phillips. He's Director of Client Learning Development, as CFP, and as CDFA at Annex Wealth
2: Management.
3: So, Derek, let's talk retail sales for a moment and that number that came in this week.
2: Well, that was an interesting number, right? The estimate was for a 0.8% increase from last month, uh, and it came in flat. So, on the surface, you say, oh, my God, what a horrible number but the reality is year over year it was up over 51% and was going against a month in which all those stimulus checks were sent out and everyone ran off to Best Buy to buy a new TV
3: yeah they absolutely did and you know a lot of times we say follow the math because the math wins right I've heard you say that quite a bit so what's math saying about inflation today relative to the Fed and their inflation target
2: Uh, Well, the Fed has said any number of times they want the economy to run hot. We had a Fed governor two weeks ago say the economy is about to rip, yet at the same time they're remaining extremely accommodative. So even they know that whatever growth rates we see in the coming months are, are not going to last, right? Ultimately, more pe- more and more people go back to work. We saw the CDC guidelines right. were relaxed. Right. Um, so, you know, the economy is going to get better. But, you know, and inflation should accompany that. But again, this is against baseline. And and right now, my betting is, frankly, that the Fed is probably right, that a lot of these inflationary increases we're seeing are going to be somewhat temporary. Mm. I mean, might be a little bit stubborn on the wage front because a lot of folks are still incentivized to stay home. In fact, there's an $8 million million employment gap between uh, pre-pandemic and current, and if you assume that a quarter of those folks are staying home because they're making more money staying at home as opposed to working, that still leaves 6,000 jobs that need to get filled.
3: Well, right, and that jobs report. I mean, come on, that was the biggest miss in a long time.
2: Well, yeah, we also saw the, the jobs opening survey that there are more job openings now than there were pre-pandemic, so clearly uh-huh. uh, the economy is poised to improve, and the Fed is, remains very diligent about inflation. They're monitoring the situation, but right now, they see nothing to suggest they should change your stance, which is important for financial assets.
3: So are we still in a position of, and I'm going to throw acronyms that you know, and hopefully our audience has heard, the TINA FOMO. So is there no alternative? And is there a fear of missing out still in the market? Now, we know that the fear gauge, of fear and greed, actually is more toward fear this week.
2: Right. It got down into the 30s, which is, is generally a, a fear level. It, ha- it has gone lower. In fact, mm-hmm. it got as low as two uh, in March of, of, two, of 2020. But of course, that was a fantastic buying opportunity. Right. Uh, so the way I look at it is there is some level of consternation, but there really is no alternative. I mean, if you think about fixed income and think about 1.6% on a 10-year treasury, you can buy any number of dividend-paying stocks in the S&P that yield significantly more, have a lot, you know, don't have tremendous downside that they're stable businesses, uh, but just offer up and also offer capital appreciation potential. So relative to fixed income, equities still look reasonably valued. Derek Felskier, Chief
1: Investment Officer at Annex Wealth Management, uh, and Deanne Phillips, Director of Client Learning Development, a CFP and a CDFA. We're about to the end of the show. Deanne, let's put one more plug in for your seminar series, your webinar series, rather, Women in Wealth. We've got one coming up on the 20th, so that's next week, Budgeting and Retirement.
3: Right, Budgeting and Retirement. So this is really fun. We take a look at uh, kind of our money sense, our, what we grew up with, and uh, how we view spending, and how that can relate to the different buckets of spend in retirement.
1: Great. Details on that at AnnexWealth.com slash event. In June, we're doing Investing with Confidence. That's part of the Women in Wealth webinar series. And then details coming very soon, Wednesday, May 26, Investigating on the Move, Moving in Retirement. That's a big one. We just heard you and Tom talk about
3: that. We did. And uh, this is a great one for anybody considering changing their domicile as a change of pace and why you make that change in retirement.
1: What's that all about? Find out at AnnexWealth.com slash events. That that's the place to look for the get started button when we say know the difference it's one team one plan one fee talking about investment and retirement planning tax planning and estate planning it's one plan it's yours most important it's one fee we are a fee only fiduciary Annexwealth.com. click that get started button thanks for listening see you in a week this is the annex wealth management show 92.5 Fox News